Yeah, without any snow soon. It's a concern. Hard dirt, that's for sure. It'll be a lousy growing season, as uh, we keep hearing uh, from a lot of our farming community. If we don't soon get uh, a good dump of snow, and most certainly uh, in the spring, a uh, good round of showers would really put us back to where we want to be. But uh, for now, we're waiting for it. Kyle McCauley, Kyle rather, McCauley from Environment Canada suggests there is a system of snow coming our way for tomorrow. Currently, there is actually some snow in Saskatchewan, more in the northern part of the province from a low-pressure system. That's tracking to the east. Uh, not really going to affect southern Saskatchewan too much today. But then after that, another low-pressure system comes into the province later on this evening. And that tracks a bit more to the south and brings in a few centimeters of snow into southern Saskatchewan. And El Nino off the uh, Pacific coast there, that it's been warming the Pacific waters, influencing our weather, uh, may be taking a break next week too because uh, I see highs of minus 20 in the long-range forecast coming. So it's... It's bound to happen. And uh, a little white stuff tomorrow and certainly colder next week. The old my dog ate my homework is a classic excuse for kids. But here's something that really did happen. And uh, this is a remarkable story out of Pittsburgh with this couple, Clayton and Carrie Law. They had a new fence put in last month. And the workers wanted to be paid in cash. So Clayton goes to the bank, takes out $4,000. And less than a half hour later, discovers the dog ate it all. Now, it wasn't meant to be a treat, right? Come and get it, snuffle! Yeah, quick draws dog, happily dining. But no, no, it wasn't like that at all. The couple seven-year-old golden doodle named Cecil, who usually doesn't chew stuff up, gulped up all $4,000 worth of stacks of 50s and 100s he couldn't resist. The good news is they managed to get most of it back. The bad news is... Uh, they had to get it back, and they literally did. What you probably guessed by now is sift through dog poop for hours and hours. Can you imagine day after day looking through dog poop over and over? It would drive you mad. And it did them. They said it was difficult, but the bank had told them this isn't that uncommon. They replaced the bills so long as the serial numbers were still visible. So Clayton and Carrie, they got to work. Cecil the dog helped a bit too, of course, because, well, some of it just came up in a burp. And they grabbed the cash as it fell out of the dog's mouth. The rest, they waited for him to relieve himself outside. And they collected all these half-digested bills. They washed them. They looked for the serial numbers. Each bill was like putting together a tiny puzzle. They made an Instagram video, and there is proof of this. I watched it this morning. But after lots of hard work, they ended up with $3,550. They only lost $450. So a happy ending. (laughs) Cecil is fine. He's laughing. Just not all the way to the bank. And his owners have forgiven him. Happy New Year, Mayor Sandra Masters. Happy New Year, Greg. How was the holiday break? Holiday was good. I understand you recharged yourself with family and kids. <laughs> I didn't. They're exhausting. <laughs> yes. Were you happy? Like, there's parents right now that can't wait for school to return yeah. next week. 
Were you happy to leave? Uh, because I think most of your family is in Saskatoon right now, are they? I got half Where of them in Saskatoon. Yeah. And, uh, and it's kind of nice to visit, but it's kind of nice to leave them behind, isn't it? I think they feel the same way, to be honest. <laughs> I think three days and then you should exit again. You yeah. can go back, no. but yeah. Well, I'm glad you had a good break. Thanks for joining us here at the studio this morning. And uh, I, I think as long as you have been mayor, I don't think you've experienced this sort of a winter where the snow removal budget sits. <laughs> And it sits. It sits. How good is that? Oh, my gosh. It's good. Um, I, clearly, we want the precipitation and the moisture. However, we reset our budget year on January 1st. And so uh, we go into it with uh, uh, just shy of $10 million in the budget. So if it doesn't snow that much, then we should have some savings there. We can build back up the snowplow reserve and possibly have a little bit extra to invest somewhere else. Just refresh my memory. Uh, last year compared to this year, did we uh, uh, get more of a budget for snow removal going into this season than this last year, year because we had a problem last year? Yeah. So the previous two years, we only had $8.6 million in the budget and we were in the teens for millions of dollars spent and we blew through our snow removal budget, which is at zero right now. So uh, this this bodes well. If But again, keep in mind that this, well, year's, this year's snow budget is January to April or May, and then it's October till December as well. Right. Gotcha. Well, how is the demand on a different take here uh, for the smaller garbage bin going? I finally got online and I requested one because I can save, what, almost $100? Yeah. Is yeah. there a lot of interest in downsizing the garbage bins right now? Yeah. So we're, we're, we knew we were going to be backordered. I think we're doing about 1400 1500 a month we're replacing. And we, we have a demand into March now, I understand. So do we have enough then? Well, they just they're just being ordered and come oh, okay. in and then we keep the larger ones to replace as they break and whatnot so then we just create our own inventory so the larger ones are saved you don't get a rebate or anything by sending them back to the manufacturer you're nope. gonna have to just a straight change out we'll keep them yeah okay all right hey it's looking colder next week too we talk about the snow budget here uh, highs of minus 20 seem to be returning next week uh <laughs> how confident are you in the city's cold weather response and what is our plan uh, I'm actually, um, I feel more confident than I have perhaps in previous years. Um, we've got, uh, uh, between buses and, uh, potential warming spaces coming on. Clearly we still have, uh, new beginnings, um, um, shelter space in place. And what we're hoping for in the next, uh, few months anyways, is to start seeing announcements on more supportive housing as well, which, which you can transition folks at a shelter space into that supportive housing. Uh, later this morning, you're, this morning rather, uh, you're going to be at the uh, Euro Review, I think, for the Regina Crime Stoppers program. Uh, it, maybe a little bit of a preview there. Is 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 that program pretty effective still? Yeah, I would say so. Um, you know, every year it kind of depends on who calls in. What's fascinating to me is people calling in with tips to Crime Stoppers who don't actually claim the reward. So there are thousands of dollars sort of outstanding that people don't want the reward. They're just doing the right thing. Um, and uh, clearing cases is incredibly important. But, you know, anybody who has any information or has seen anything about any crime uh, to call in to that anonymous number or to email in, um, it's uh, it's a really valuable service. Well, I know they're going to give us a full uh, review of the program and some of the stories from it uh, later this morning. That You'll be there, too. Um, 2024 is here. Uh, what's the next big uh, thing to tackle at City Council? Oh gosh, um, you know I think uh, I think looking at uh, more planning for the catalyst projects. I think that um, focusing in a little bit on 
uh, the, the programs that we have approved as to where those are going to happen, whether that's roads or sidewalk repair. Gosh, that's a big one. Um, and uh, I think that, uh, you know, some revitalization specifically around the city center core. And a unified council, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be interesting. I don't know that you ever want all the votes going <laughs> unanimous. I think it's good to have balance. Well, uh, it got a little crazy and a little hairy between council <laughs> and 2023. I'll be curious to see how you guys work together in 24. Yes, it will be fascinating, won't it, Greg? <laughs> it certainly will. And it's the reason I enjoy you coming in into the studio after every council meeting. Thank you, Mayor. And Happy New Year again. Happy New Year, Greg. That's something to be proud of. That's a life you can hang your head on. CEO of the Regina Chamber of Commerce recently shared a memo with me uh, from the uh, Home Builders Association that uh, was quite encouraged how we were ranked fourth in the Global Mail's list of Canada's most livable cities. And uh, Tony with me now. Locally, Tony, we, we often hear there's not enough affordable housing, but nationally our housing prices are really quite attractive, aren't they? They are. And, and, you know, we're lucky to have a mayor who believes our city should be number one on that list. And Regina has a long history of offering residents a unique blend of cultural richness, economic stability and a sense of belonging. And, and you're so right. It's so affordable to live in Regina. You can buy a, a, a house for your family. You have a, you can afford a car here. We have great jobs, great places. Just a great place to raise a family. As you and I know, we both have, have had opportunities to leave, but we've stayed here because of the quality of life that we can provide our kids. Totally locally, uh, uh, alternatively, there are advantages to living in a bigger city that offers more. But what might Regina, in your mind, need to do, though, to better keep the dollars here? We, we have to remind people uh, of what a great place Regina is. You know, if you take a look at what the provincial government's been doing, uh, the, the chamber really believes in the embassies that are, have been placed around the world and the trade missions. They, they have been positive investments in promoting Regina. And if we don't promote Regina and why it's a great place to work and live and do business, who will? And uh, what we, we're finding is that if we, we, we have a large contingent of international students in Regina, uh, both at the university and SAS Polytech, we need to find ways to keep those young people here to help grow our province. I spoke with uh, several store owners, actually, over the holidays, and some are franchises uh, across Canada, and uh, I kept hearing the same thing. The holiday cash registers were ringing up huge numbers for them. Some were, 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 were having a record holiday season, which is a great sign, considering uh, we all struggle with uh, what it's costing at the grocery store or even paying the mortgage with interest rates. What's your sense of local retailers uh, through the holiday season? We heard the same thing, Greg. And, and it, it, what I'm really proud of is that people are taking to heart to shop local and, and take care of the businesses that have helped pr- promote our city and grow our city. It, it's those local businesses that people are spending their dollars in that are sponsoring the hockey tournaments, the ringette tournaments, the baseball tournaments. They're, they're buying cookies when the kids come to the doors for school fundraisers. So I think that people are really embracing that. Let's keep our money local. Tony Plater from the Regina Chamber of Commerce. Any upcoming events you'd like us uh, to know about? We have our uh, chairs inaugural dinner, uh, February 1st, 
Kyle Addison is our new chair, and I'm really excited about working with Kyle. He brings a, uh, a youthful enthusiasm uh, to our organization, and uh, he's got a great business sense. Thanks for the update, Tony. I appreciate it. Always a pleasure, Greg. Anytime. I was watching Die Hard over the holidays, and uh, a movie I think still holds up. I I love Bruce Willis, and uh, his wife, Ella, is really great at using Instagram, updating what it's like being his care partner, because that is what she calls herself. And if you have anyone with dementia, Alzheimer's at all in your family, you know uh, how stressful it can be. And uh, uh, she, of course, has been asked if Bruce is aware of what's going on with uh, his state of health. Hard to know. And uh, the reason it's hard to know for him is because he has been diagnosed with uh, frontotemporal dementia, which impacts behavior and communication and actually more so than actual memory. It's a very uncommon form of dementia. You think it's like Alzheimer's where you lose memory, but it's actually not. You actually lose language function. It can affect movement, behaviors, personality traits are often affected as well, too. And she's trying to spread the message to look after yourself as a care partner. I think as a care partner, it's so important to be able to ask for help and support. It's important for care partners to look after themselves so that they can be the best care partner for the person that they're caring for. And what she says is great advice because uh, I know that firsthand, having gone through it with my mom and I, I really... I'm just blown away by some of the numbers that are coming out of this province right now. Staggering numbers about dementia. In fact, over the next 30 years in our province, the number of people living with dementia is expected to increase by 142%. And it's not curable, but certainly treatable, especially early diagnosis. So if you are concerned about a loved one or yourself, uh, be brave enough to step forward and ask for help because that's what it's all about. That's why the local chapter is here. The Alzheimer's office right here in Saskatchewan has so, so much guidance in some of the steps you may have to take. And it's the third leading cause. Dementia is the third leading cause of death now in our, in our, in our country. And that is rising, yet it's so overwhelmingly underfunded. And that's why uh, the Alzheimer's Society of Saskatchewan is really making it a priority this year to raise more money for dementia research by embarking on what they're calling their $5 million campaign this year. And they're looking for community support. They welcome any donations. And more than anything, they really need you to know what they offer. Uh, if you are now a care partner yourself, don't go in it alone. I made that mistake early with my mom. I thought uh, I could handle it all. And when I started reaching out for help, it really, really was well, life-changing for, for both yourself and uh, even for whoever it is that you're, you're looking after. Because if you get them good help in advance, uh, it does prolong a, a healthier life and a better life, as good as it gets uh, when uh, it comes to the diagnosis of Alzheimer's. But Alzheimer's Society Saskatchewan, just Google them, you'll see the support programs, and more importantly, how you can donate as well. Hey, Kyle McCauley from Environment Canada tells us this morning it's coming. Currently, there is actually some snow in Saskatchewan, more in the northern part of the province from a low-pressure system. 
That's tracking to the east. Uh, not really going to affect southern Saskatchewan too much today. But then after that, another low-pressure system comes into the province later on this evening. And that tracks a bit more to the south and brings in a few centimeters of snow into southern Saskatchewan. So starting tomorrow, up to two centimeters, less than an inch of snow. But I think we'll welcome not only the moisture, but just the fact that uh, it'll look better. <laughs> it's starting to... You know, other than my lawn, which is fake and is nice and green, it looks so brown and kind of dirty. Uh, uh, bring on the snow, whiten things up here, and more importantly, uh, I think snowmobiles, skiers would like to see much more of it. But a little bit tomorrow, and much colder next week too. We're seeing highs of minus twenty, which, when you see that in the long-range forecast, probably means overnight lows of uh, close to thirty. But that's next week. We'll worry about it then. But there is some snow finally in the forecast for tomorrow.